Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to LA Golden Balls, the podcast that creates more of a sig alert than the El Trafico. We've got the usual crew here tonight. Hello, Dan. How's it going, guys? Thanks for coming and joining us. Alejandro, how you doing, mate? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, we've got a lot to cover tonight. We are going to be talking, of course, about El Trafico. We've got the uh, Minnesota debacle. We've got uh, the All-Star game. And then we're going to talk about the games coming up. We've got a lot on our plate. So uh, uh, where do we want to start, guys? What do we want to... Let's start with the bad first, yeah? The, yeah. the real bad? <laughs> the real bad or the slightly bad? The real bad, I the think. The real bad. Uh, the Minnesota 5-1. I'll be honest. Somehow, I felt that game was coming. You know, we haven't had a game like that since we went to Atlanta after yeah, the last... Didn't uh, we get... We got stuffed... We've been stuffed 5-1 before, though. Yeah, right? that was the yeah. Atlanta game. That was just after the last Galaxy game. And so it was kind of poetic that that one would come before this uh, Galaxy game. Well, it would have been poetic if we'd won. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah totally. I mean, we, we were on a streak. We were at a good maybe three, four games without a loss um, coming off of that Portland win. Yeah. But... You know, that's what happens when um, Vela doesn't travel with the team. Yeah, why did they do that? <laughs> I mean, they said... Well, he just got back, right, from World Cup, so... He had been back for a little while, and he had played in some games already, so, I, you know, it's kind of hard for me to believe that he needed more rest at that point, but I guess traveling to Minnesota is a long, long flight? Yeah, well, I don't know. Like, it's got to be four... Yeah, but it's not that... I mean, it's not, not hardly a hardship, is it? No. And then Wynn was on a red card, right? So Yeah, Wynn yeah. didn't play. And I think we had, um, I mean, if you look at just the starting lineup on paper, it's just half of the, half of the squad, which is kind of unknown. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if uh, Bradley just wanted to maybe experiment there, um, which, you know, which we'll get into later, but I thought maybe that was a good time to experiment with Orta. And yeah, I, I, I agree. <laughs> I think he was um, hard, uh, dealing with a hamstring uh, pull. And that might be what kept him out of the, the uh, Minnesota game. But I, did, I do agree with you that that was the game for Horta to, to get his feet wet, especially totally. with that score. Totally. Just some junk time, let him run out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've only seen the highlights, and it was very depressing. So, uh, yeah. And I, I, I sat through the whole thing, watched all five goals. I was... That was a very sad night by myself. Talking of that, though, they just I just noticed that there's a deal. I did got an email today. There's a deal for uh, YouTube TV or something. Yeah, it's of, a 14-day trial, Yeah, I might which is that great that that's coming up right when we have, what was I saying, five games in 14 days yeah. coming up? Yeah, yeah I might do that. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I kind of get most games anyway with my setup, but I want to get rid of that. Anyway, it's very dull. Otherwise, how much is it per month? Uh, I think it's... Uh, I want to say seven or fourteen dollars a month, something like that. But this is a free trial for two weeks. Oh, perfect! Yeah. yeah. So, where did you guys watch uh, the Minnesota? Or you said you watched? I the just highlights, watched Scott. the highlights. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what I, I was up to. I think I was in, working in and out of the game. Um, but I just kind of gave up after like the the third goal and just, <laughs> just kind of running around. And I just didn't really like how we were kind of planted back there. I think Moutinho kind of had a shitty game. Yeah. Um, he got a little lazy there. Um, Benny's goal was was pretty nice, um, but he didn't even seem that all excited <laughs> when he when he scored. Um, you yeah. can just tell he was frustrated already from the get go. Yeah. Um, so not 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 a pretty sight. Was it like massively humid or something? 
because it wasn't that the last one when we lost five. It was yeah, just the Dallas really, game was really humid, right? The uh, the Dallas game was really humid, and so was the uh, Houston game. Both the Texas games were really bad weather, and those were some of our big falters. And then, yeah, I think Minnesota wasn't. I don't think it was terribly humid, but it was actually it's probably more humid than hot because it's up north. Yeah, but yeah, it was. You could tell they were sweating through right away. Um, see, the thing is. I am a Bears fan, Chicago Bears NFL fan for the past, I think, going on 25 years almost. That, that math can't be right, but. Uh, but the <laughs> reason. You're only 12 years old, you Yeah, yeah. But the reason I'm bringing that up is I am a glutton for punishment. I have been watching Bears losses for 20 some odd years, very small glimmers of hope. Yeah. So having this team that's doing so well, when they yeah, are yeah, suffering, yeah. I am going to sit through every painful goal. Yeah. Well, it's like a QPR fan. It's the same thing. <laughs> we always bloody terrible nonsense. Uh, do we want to say anything else about that? Or no, should we no, best, let's, best let's swept under the carpet? Yeah. yeah. Best swept under the carpet. Yeah. All right. Well, a little quick section and we'll be, we will be right back. Welcome back to LA Golden Balls, the uh, rolling brownout of podcasts. Uh, so yes, El Trafico, El Trafico, the Carson Carson Galaxy LAFC game. Uh, I went down with a mate of mine, and as some of you hopefully noticed, uh, we were handing out LA Golden Balls stickers. So hopefully, I think we got rid of about. I mean, I got down there a bit early, but the traffic was terrible, so I didn't get down there as early as I hoped. No pun but, intended, I guess. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but I, uh, I managed, I think between us three, we handed out about 500 stickers. So hopefully some of you uh, are new to this and are listening. And we are now on iTunes, which yeah, is fantastic. And, and please, please spread the word. We're trying yeah. to get it out there. What I love is I, I sat down in my seats, and a gentleman sitting in front of me turned around and was like, here, take a sticker. And my response was, hey, that's my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think that was my buddy Sean. Yeah, I took he was that. a good guy. I uh, enrolled him in handing out stickers. Oh, he was, was good nice. at it too. Yeah, he was. He got he got into it. So good game. I mean, uh, disappointing result. I mean, uh, but we're still undefeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the atmosphere was just. It was so brilliant. It yeah. really, really was. And especially the way we played in the first half was just so enthusiastic. I mean, it was the whole thing actually where. The whole crew, you know, the whole, it was mobbed. It was a sellout crowd. Mm-hmm. The scarfs up moment was, you know, just sort of tinglingly anticipating. National know. Anthem had me going too. Yeah, yeah even, even the pregame before, I felt like uh, there was a lot of excitement leading up to the game. I left, actually, I was working, uh, I'm, I'm coming from Pasadena, and this was like around maybe 4 o'clock in the afternoon, catching the train from Pasadena, there's already fans on that train coming down from like yeah. the East um, Valley. And like got, once I got into downtown, then it started getting more crowded and it was just getting excited. And it was, yeah, nice. it, it was the first time it felt like the opening game of the season, actually. Yeah. When the, yeah, the first of a yeah. inaugural game. I mean, and the tension, I, I think I said it during the game that the, this tension was, I haven't felt that way since, yeah. We were reaching the 90th minute, and there still wasn't a goal in that first game yeah, in the stadium. Yeah. Um, One thing that was mildly annoying, because I went round sort of out to the uh, where the, you know the main corner entrance where the hole is 
the hole in the stadium is. I don't know what you yeah, call that hole. gate, the yeah. figure hole. And I was handing out some stickers there. And, you know, everyone was super receptive and cool. And But there was a little bit of bollocks going on. With There were some Galaxy fans, you know, mouthing off. And then some LAFC fans mouthing and it just really put a sort of... I mean, it was just a couple of arseholes, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. A couple of idiots. But yeah. it really put a sort of... I don't know, man. Some no, people are just idiots. I, I, mean, was, I like a good bit of banter and fun, but these guys were taking it way too much. That's what I was going to say. Is uh, I was talking to some of my friends. I don't think in American sports there is a crosstown rivalry that is this uh, vicious... And this is only the second game of this rivalry. Right. I mean, yeah. I was looking at like Chicago Cubs and the White Sox. It's not like this. I've been to Wrigley Field for one of these games, and there's not that, that level. Now, the thing is, I want to keep that tension up, but I don't want it to ever escalate yeah. to violence. I don't no, want to ever no, – like there was moronic. some damage done to some of the seats up in the Galaxy yeah. supporter it's section. It's just moronic. Now, here's the thing. I don't want to blame just Galaxy fans because I know oh, that LAFC fans too. had to be – you know, pushing back a bit too, or at least instigating well, we've in met some people, cases. You know, we've met people who've been banned for that nonsense. Yeah. 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 And it's just, you know, and that was before the season even started. Yeah. But that tension, like that, that atmosphere, like that's what I've been dying for in LA. Yeah. And no, we it's great. finally, LAFC, Carson Galaxy, that's going to be the, the biggest rivalry in America, I think. Yeah, totally. You know what I thought was interesting is that um, I had a couple buddies who are Galaxy fans, and we were texting a few days before the game, and they were trying to score some tickets, and obviously because the, you know, the prices were a little bit ex- more expensive for this match. Oh, yeah. Um, and they were complaining, basically saying that LAFC only allocated 40 away tickets to yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's to unlikely. Them. unlikely I mean I, I, I mean, mean I think I gave 40 tickets to Galaxy fans the, stickers I mean that whole section in the southwest yeah. southeast corner is for them yeah so uh, I don't know if they're just you know yeah that's sour grapes I think totally, totally. <laughs> they just go in there and go oh actually you have an atmosphere uh, yeah, yeah and I, I guess there was uh, I, I don't know where they got this info from or who the source was but they were saying there was uh, limitations on certain banners and, and yeah. flags and stuff oh, yeah. like that, but on the sure QAnon but, yeah. you know but uh, no I'm, I mean again it was great I thought you know the pregame outside Christmas Tree Lane was uh, was happening um, long ass lines for beer, though I have to say, was the downside of that, especially on a hot ass LA afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, two two servers is not enough, right? And it, but you know what, we I, my friend, my buddy John John found the trick. So the thing is, you have to, you know how they serve them in big cups now. You have to basically buy three cans of beer, and that'll give you two full yeah cups. So you could just double fist. So just uh. A little tip. Can you off. buy three cans? That you, you have can. to. All right. And again, they're only five bucks. So yeah. You know, yeah. But that, that's at the uh, that's at the pregame at uh, the Heineken tent. Yeah. So it's like the the price of one beer inside, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the game, uh, great, brilliant start, right? Yeah. I think yeah, we scored within what the eighteenth minute. Or uh, Vela scored at the seventh minute. Oh, is that early? Yeah, and then Lee Wynn had his goal just after Kay went out in the 20th minute. So 20 minutes yeah. in, we were already ahead by two, which I feel is sort of what the first game was like. And then just like that game, we tried to just not lose. And to me, that's how you lose. I was, I was yelling the whole time to my buddy who came with me that we need two more goals. We need two more goals. And he kept looking at me like I was crazy. He's like, you already have two goals. And I was like, I need more. I need to know that we're that far ahead. 
Yeah, I thought I felt the game started off pretty uh, fast paced in the beginning. Oh, really got, fast paced. Yeah, we got like a little scare up front when Slatan uh, kind of had that uh, that free kick. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we kind of were like, all right, so this, you know. Yeah, that would have been like, business, whoa, that right? would have been so a real because that was really early, right? It was close. Um, I thought we were planted pretty well in the back. Um, we had our normal back three: um, Simon, Zimmerman, uh, Betashore. Yeah. Um, and uh harvey was in in the harvey which yeah, i think was a, a good decision you keep someone in he's a little more disciplined yeah totally. not running up all the totally. way he's a good man marker um you know kind of limits on his runs and stuff like that which you know you can't slip when you have slot on up in the front so we definitely need him I, on, on that tip i actually for a for a i don't know how many minutes but for a section i just solely rather than following the action just watched Slatan. How fucking and tall is he, though? He's, huge. Well, he's a huge <laughs> unit. But he's also, you know what the thing is, he doesn't, he's not that fast anymore, obviously. Right, right. But his positioning is incredible. Yeah. I mean, he's like, so you watch him where he's going. Is he, Obviously, he's one of the best footballers who's ever, ever lived. But it's like seeing him, and I got my buddy who's, you know, the, my friend who I took, is he's a soccer fan, but he's not a massive soccer fan. And I was going, dude, watch him. And yeah. See how, see, understand how good that guy is, and he was just like, if there was space, he saw it, he was in it, he was there waiting, and like just, and he did some, you know, he's, he really is a cut above. You understand why? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's I great can, to watch. I well, know, I, I can understand why he gets frustrated with the rest of the team, oh, <laughs> or with this league. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I mean, because he, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's just. Different. I mean, he didn't even play in the All Star game today, and he was supposed to be a starter, and he didn't even travel out there or anything. He's just like, meh. Yeah. Um, what I loved was my my buddy Oscar came with me, and he's sort of like your friend. Actually, sorry, he's not like your friend. He's the opposite of your friend. Where he, I always thought he didn't like sports at all, and now I finally realize how much he actually loves soccer. Hmm. Like he knows so much. I brought up to you a, a classic play. And he instantly knew what I was talking about. And I was, I was shocked because I've been reading my, my book about how to watch soccer. I'm, I'm trying to learn. <laughs> uh, and uh, I brought up the, uh, the scorpion kick in, oh, yeah. in the goal. And my buddy next to me instantly knew what I was talking about. And he was watching, you know, he was watching Zlatan too. But, you know, it was great to, great to have that moment with my friend and know how much he truly is into this sport too. And he's going to come to more games with us. Hopefully he'll be on the show one day. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of people like that with that, yeah. with the atmosphere that, I mean, it really was amazing. My mate was like, God, that was so much. I mean, it was, it was a brilliant, brilliant experience. Totally. Ruined by our second half, which was yeah. just, again, well, I mean, know. just, just going back, um, don't mean to go back for a second, but, um, just going back to Bella's goal, which I, I wanted to point out, I thought it was great, great, uh, worth ethic by, um, Dio. Mm-hmm. He kind of saved that play, went out to the corner, yes. basically retrieved that ball. Um, and I noticed uh, Ashley Cole, ex-Chelsea, by the way, oh, yeah. uh, he was a little slow on, on the come out. So you can tell he's got some years behind him now. But uh, yeah, Dio put it in perfectly. Vela was there. Nice header. Um, he risked that beautiful hair for a goal. Absolutely. And I thank him for right. it. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was great. And then... Um, Lee's goal was yeah. that the second half or that was still the first half? Uh, that was the twentieth minute, yeah, uh, right it. after um, uh, Kay went down with the injury. Right, right, right. So yeah. brilliant free kick. I thought he caught everyone off guard. Great, just IQ. He's just got. He's in the zone. He knew everyone was kind of off guard. 
and yeah, it, it felt right. like he snuck it and took it quick. Because right? you know yeah. what, when when he actually scored, half of our session didn't even know we, we got. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know no, I saying? didn't. I, I I looked down or something. Yeah. No, I, I uh, when Kay was down and I could tell that it wasn't good, like uh, uh, I need a moment and get the call injury and it was like a bring out the medics and get them off the field. I rushed to the counter and ordered a beer. I got back beer in hand and he still was on the field. And then I turned to my left to say something. And then all of a sudden the whole stadium went crazy. And I was like, what? So I had, I had a Scott moment and I, yeah, I missed, really missed it. I missed a moment cause I went for my beer. Yeah. Great. Great for Lee. I'm glad he had, that's his first goal yep. at home at El Trafico. Well-deserved, especially, um, you know how hard he's been playing, and he's been he's been showing up every game. So, who was their uh, their Dio, the guy with the same build, massive unit on the, uh, on the Kamara? Galaxy. Yeah, big black guy at the center. I forget. He's, I think he was their same number. I think he was. Uh, I think that's Kamara. Ninety-nine, right? Oh, uh, maybe, I think so. I'll, yeah. I'll look it up, but I I do believe that's Olo Kamara. Yeah, I was watching him for a while too. He was pretty impressive. Now, let me ask you guys a quick question. That goal by win. I'm the 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 referee gave him the go to kick it, but I feel like the players on the field were in the same position as most of the audience that we weren't expecting it. Is that kosher? Yeah. I mean, the moment the you play every the moment you're told you to go, get. you go right. Yeah, he plays the whistle. I mean, and it I, works I, the other way too, because if, if you'll find people who are like, oh, hang on a minute, he's offside, and they stop. But if the ref's not blown offside or right. blown blown for an infraction or a foul or whatever, you, you, even though it's a blatant foul and it should be called, if the ref doesn't call it, it isn't called. So right. it works the other way. I don't think it's I don't think it's unsportsmanlike. Okay. And, and yeah. I mean, the wall was up. Yeah. yeah. So the wall was there. I mean, maybe there wasn't a jump or they weren't paying attention. And also, it was probably so loud they probably didn't hear the whistle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. And in uh, times like that, the wall helps, right? Because it blocks the view from the keeper mm -hmm. and when you put in a, a you know a ball like that in, in the near post it's a, you know it's, it's hard to hard to get vision and then so Alejandro what's your I mean my what I thought is when they scored their head really dropped in the second half and then they just were really leggy because they you know it was warm the pace of the game was and the, you know the energy that they expended but I mean, it was bad. I don't know if it was bad management or just, I mean, there was that horrible back pass. Yeah, I think it was a combination of a few things. I think the subs, um, if I remember correctly, obviously K went down, which. Um, yeah, we used up one early. Un yeah. un unfortunate, which. Do we know if there, is there any a... news on that? He's definitely broken it, right? Yeah, so, surgery is all I know. So he's out for the which season. Which I, I think him going out, because he was controlling the game. He was uh, keeping the ball from Zlatan. Like, he's our guy. Yeah. And him going down in that moment, I think that's what just set everything on a downward spiral. He's been praying, He's been playing pretty well, but um, I'm not worried because the backup is a Twesta, and he's uh, now that he's healthy, he's just as good, I think, um, if he gets uh, enough playing time. Yeah. All so, right. Uh, any other points on El Trafico? Uh, I definitely have some more things to say, but on the backside of this break, I want to talk more about Horta coming into that game and, yeah. and the future of his position. Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to LA Golden Balls, the podcast that is more inept than a Horta back pass. Is that where we apportion blame, guys? It Was it bad? Was it? I mean, because I thought we had that game and then our heads went down. Uh, was it bad management of the subs? Was it just too much? It was all too much? I don't know. It, I think it's a little bit of everything, but I think the mm-hmm. bigger picture here is um, I think it comes the blame comes down to Bradley for bringing in Orta, um, especially at a at a game where stakes were this high. Um, I thought Orta should have played his or had his debut in previous games. He's been on the squad for a little while now. Um, I get that he's been practicing with the team, but I, that's not the same as playing a, a, a live game. I mean, I would say even if that's if you wanted him in an early earlier game and that didn't happen, I still don't think this was the game. But did he come you... on? We were two one though at that point, right? Yeah, so he's two. an attacking midfielder, so we didn't even need that. If anything, we needed more just to kind of hold the game as is. It's the last ten minutes, you know what I'm saying? So I I I don't understand that. I thought he wasn't ready, not in this game, not at the time. I, I think Bradley got cocky. I yeah. think um Well it's that hoary old cliche that the two one is a dangerous yeah, score. So um and the pass was shitty as well. So um, but ultimately, I think it came down to Bradley. And, and I mean, the pass, I mean, the pass is forgivable. Everyone, I mean, everyone I don't up. think Horta would have been in the game in the first place had Kay not been injured. And I think the way the team reacted to the injury, other than the initial goal right off the bat, I think that's where everything kind of started to fall apart was a few minutes after that goal. And they started playing a safety game in my mind. You know, and right. as an NFL fan, we always say prevent. The only thing a prevent defense prevents you from is winning the game. Yeah, yeah. And I feel that sort of... You know, in my well, and also they stop pressing. So yeah. if you don't, if you stop pressing, then you open up gaps and you exactly. know, and holes come through. You know, you know that's that's the direct parallel I see as an NFL fan. Now, when I rewatched that that pass, I felt everybody was, and this is me still being a, a novice at the sport, is they were talking about it being a back pass to the goalie. When I watched it, it felt like it was a back pass to Zimmerman from Horta. Now, do you think a, a Portuguese defender? might have been in a better position or quicker to the pass than Zimmerman was? Or do you think that's just Horta panicking in the moment in his first game and just winging it? I think it's panic. I don't know that um, a defender would even want to put himself in any position to receive a ball at that back third, especially with a forward. He's already defending someone there. But why was the guy? I mean, I, I just watched it again just before this, but the goalie was out of position though as well, right? What was he? It was yeah, but I mean, the, you got to think about it. The, the goalie always plays a little up front when the ball, you got to understand when, where Horta had the ball. He had it like in the front half, like attacking. Then he came back and then he, he got pressed. passed it. He got pressed. He panicked. He passed it to Zimmerman, which Zimmerman was already marking. I forget who that forward was. He was already marking this guy. So why he wouldn't even he shouldn't even get into a position for a pass because as soon as he lets go of that forward, that forward's on his own in case like something else happens. So no, I don't think another Portuguese defender would have been in a better position because that Portuguese player who are you saying that because himself... you're saying a Portuguese player would be more skillful? Or well, he just came is... from that league, and I'm just kind of curious: is that league that much better than the MLS? That a yeah, a I defender in that league would have been quicker to that pass or no, it's, expected it's, it's that pass. It's better that that player wouldn't have never made that pass in the get go. Okay, 
So that's that's where I stand with him. And he, what sure. should he have done in that moment? He could, he should even he he should have played it to the line. Maybe held the ball there a little bit. Um, if he got fouled or if it, if it just happened to roll off out of bounds off of him and it's a throw in for the galaxy, great, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not give. Yeah, that then pass. he can reset. And... Exactly, giving that pass in the middle of the field like that, yeah. and even if the. You know, some people think that he might have been passing it to the goalie. It's definitely not to the goalie because a goal, a pass to the goalie would have been an aerial pass above. You're not gonna give a ball from the ground from the other half and expect it to go all the way to Miller. That's impossible. Uh-huh. You know, so um, it's just it, it was a bad play. Um, and it was just, a down. I mean, the bummer was that we lost that defeat in our head. I mean, it was. Yeah, it but at was least we didn't lose. Yeah, at least undefeated. we didn't lose. That would have been a. Fucking nightmare. I just would have loved because he got Horta got another chance shortly after that. And that's the one thing I have to say is the silver lining in that Horta back pass is he didn't give up after that. He kept playing. He didn't he didn't let that moment phase him. And he had a beautiful opportunity and it just hit the post. Yeah, I mean we, yeah. we did see glimpses of what he can do. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean I feel bad for the guy. I mean it's like that's a I mean, to be honest, if we'd lost it would be a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah. But like, you know, it's sort of right. Yeah, if that oh, yeah. had been the, the deciding goal for the Galaxy, that put them yeah. over the top. Um, I, I do think that the LAFC fans will welcome back him back at the next home game and sh- you know show him the support. We're not going to suddenly turn on this guy right. after one bad play in his first game with no, us. No, that would be a dick move. I'm sure there's some knob ends that will do, but you know, now, probably the same guys who were trying to pick fights with Galaxy fans. Exactly. <laughs> No. Uh, moving on. Should we do up? Sorry, do you have something else to? Oh, I was just gonna say. Do you guys think that this uh, Mark Anthony K injury is coming at a great moment, a blessing in disguise for getting Horta onto the field for some of these next games, and he'll kind of move into the starting position? Or do you think a Twesta or one of these other guys might take over that starting role? Well, I think a Twesta definitely has that position there, um, but. Again, we've seen glimpses of, uh, of of Orta, and he's definitely more more attacking, and he has that range too because we saw that that shot that he took that hit. So is post. it Horta or Orta? How are we supposed to say it with a, I mean, a uh, resident? I mean, uh, usually the H. I mean, it's it's Portuguese, I guess, but usually. Well, in yeah, like they Latin America, yeah, they do Latin pronounce America, things. You, yeah. H is usually silent. Yeah, Orta. Um, yeah. So it's usually Orta, but yeah. I'm very Caucasian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me, um, yeah. Me, I just, although I just got my DNA done. Oh, yeah? I do have some Basque in there somewhere, so I should know how to say that. There you go. But in Basque, it's probably pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to any Basque listeners. Uh, right, uh, next game New York Red Bulls. Mm hmm. Uh, we played them already, right? Uh, no, we played uh, NYCFC. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, we only play uh, East Coast or East Conference teams once, West Coast twice. And then Galaxy three times. I, it, that, to me, I don't understand. I, I still it's, can't work that out. Again, it's, it's sort of the American way of sports, trying to take an international sport and put the American twist on it, like yeah. we're doing with this all-star game we had today. Yeah. Um, I don't I necessarily it. like it because it is, it's, to me, it's not an American sport. It's an international sport. Play it the right way. Yeah, well, I agree with that. I mean, I'm confused by, and I'm also still confused by when we wear a white shirt. Uh, I think that's when uh, it, so the teams kind of get a choice and it's mostly about when they think they're going to get attention for uh, being able to sell the jerseys in the future. So it's about marketing. Oh, God, that's really offensive. That's I shitty. find that yeah. deeply <laughs> offensive. Yeah. I mean, although saying that QPR, they've just announced their new kit. 
So we have famously the hoops. We have blue and white stripes. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing those uh, with a friend of the show, Eric. Yeah. When they show the corner kicks, I keep seeing his, uh, yeah, his, his QPR, QPR jersey. Yeah, it's good. I should, I should start wearing mine. But our away kit this year is controversially pink. Which oh. Is, uh, in, uh, now, do you guys in the Premier yeah, League, like do you guys get three jerseys? or? Yeah, just you two? have an alternate, which this year we don't, I think, because I think some jerseys don't clash. Mm-hmm. So I think a pink one, you don't need an alternate because yeah. nobody's sad enough to want a pink outfit. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, but yeah, you normally have a third kit, which is, you know, another, you know, because you occasionally you'll get, you know, I, I mean, it's rare that you need it, but but it's also some of the third kits are cool. Now, were you guys as, um, when when we were getting close to the jersey, the kit release for LAFC, I was anticipating every moment they had a little leak of the, 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 the badge. Logo, yeah, the badge was really cool, yeah. Were you guys a little disappointed that we didn't have a, any gold on the uh, secondary oh, yeah. kit? Like, I, I was hoping for maybe some striping or maybe even just a solid gold. I think we should go, well, solid gold would be a little bit much, be yeah. a bit disco. I, but, I, uh, I, I always... And also, you got to be careful because we are LA, you know, the whole gold thing, people were like, piss take, you know, it's like, I think we should do... I say rub it in their faces. I think we should do the uh, Peru kit in reverse kind of thing. Do uh, like no, because Gal- Galaxy right. wore that. Oh, Galaxy wore that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Right, yeah. What I, uh, similar to that, um, we played them already. Sacramento Republic. Their away kit is a white jersey with gold stripes. And that... Hoops it, or like... it's Yeah, it yeah. looks a lot like the QPR jersey. Yeah. And to me, if it wasn't already used in a California team, I would say steal that right now for next season. Yeah. But I don't feel comfortable stealing from a California team like that. Right. Especially one that might be in the league next year. Uh, right. So, New York Red Bulls. And then we've got, after that, we've got the cup game. Yep. We actually, which is away, right? Yes. So, we, this, is this, this is the semi. Semi. Semi-finals. Wow. And yeah, is that a two-legged that. thing? No. It's a sink. It's a knockout. It's a one, yeah, it's a knockout. All right. Which uh, there was no punishment from uh, the Portland Challenge. Which was oh, right. oh, and that's because we fielded the player. Yeah, and, we yeah. fielded Mark Anthony K, who was technically not allowed to play, but he was approved by U.S. Soccer. So once it was kind of proven that it because wasn't because he's an international, is that he's what Canadian. Yeah, and if you're Canadian and in the MLS, you're considered a homegrown player. So you can play in a Canadian team or an American team as if you're a national. Yeah. If you're in the U.S. Open Cup, which is just for American teams, uh, USA teams, yeah, you have to be a national-born citizen or hold a green card or one of those to be considered a national player. All right. So he wasn't one of those, but there was a miscommunication between LAFC, MLS, and uh, U.S. soccer, and LAFC actually asked about him specifically, and he was cleared to play. So they cocked it up. So when Portland didn't know those details, so they put their protest, rightfully so, I feel. Um, but once they saw like it was sort of an honest mistake, they withdrew their complaint. Well, yeah, and we got to move on to this game against Houston. Sporting yeah. Yeah. So, so if that had held, if we had done something dodgy, would they have got a buy or would we have to replay the game? No, I think we would just get a... 
disqualification. There have been a couple of instances like this. In but it's in a knockout that like you can't deduct points, so it'd be like no. Yeah, I think it's just a DQ. They in so in this together. tournament, so we, and then who would go through over the last through? five years? I think there has been two instances D, of something like this. One resulted in a disqualification, and the team who had won didn't get to move on, and the other team took their place. The other time, uh, they replayed the game. Yeah, I think replaying the game is fairer. Uh, yeah. I mean, especially something like that. Unless you're, you know... I don't know. I, I everyone's don't know. hopped up on, you know, steroids. You yeah. Know? Well, I, I, heard, I read one tweet that I actually really agreed with, which would have been um, the best punishment, if you were going to punish LAFC, would have been in this next Make game... Make play their home, next home game in Carson. Oh, right. that, now that's a punishment. <laughs> and, and pink kits as well. Uh, the su- yeah, yeah. No, the suggestion was that we would play with... Uh, one less international player than allowed. So we would only be able to field uh, four international players. That was someone's suggestion before, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bef- uh, after Portland had re- withdrew, someone yeah. was saying like, that's, and I, I kind of, I would be so okay with that. So when's the final? So this is getting very nerdy in uh, the woods. September so. 15th, I think. And that plays right where? Uh, that'll be another toss up, just the way this so one was. Homework, so it's not on neutral ground? Uh, I don't think so. And it's, it, it's kind of like the League Cup. It's kind of a lame competition. Weird. Yeah. Well, it's it's. I mean, just, I know it's silverware it's and Dan's yeah, into but, it, but it's yeah. like. But th- this is like this tournament's been being played for over a hundred years. Was it? So this is using a lot of the well, old this ways. This is year and, one that I've ever heard about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is the, this is <laughs> well, year one. You've year been following one, MLS. Yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. same here. So yeah. Um, but yeah, this this tournament's going on been going on for a long time, and that's why it's. MLS, USL, and NSL, the three professional leagues. Yeah, at the end of the day, silverware is silverware. So yeah, no, absolutely. You know, uh, you know, and then as somebody, QPR always lose cup games. So a good cup run is fun. And, you know, and for smaller teams, I mean, it's not going to affect us, but smaller teams, a good cup run is good for the bottom line. You know? I, I'm just curious if we actually do win this, will we be the quickest MLS team to win some silverware as you guys like to call yeah. it you know Probably. it's mm. our, our first season and we're in we're two games away from ho- hoisting a trophy yeah hoisting is a good word uh yeah. right so after the red bull game uh we've got that game and then we've got three games at home right oh, in yeah. in quick succession yeah we have kansas city salt lake and uh one more that i can't think of colorado colorado, colorado. yeah i don't that's not really they they should be in the usl so what is it? Kansas City, Real Salt Lake. The Real, they're both. They're two strong teams, right? So Salt Lake's in the bottom teams. half of the uh, West, I believe. But the first ones, you know. Yeah, they've been on top. But they've been on a bit of a slide. Same with uh, the Red Bulls. They've been pretty high on top of the East Coast standings. Yeah, they're third currently. And they they've had a, a couple of losses, I think, in the last few games. I know they lost their last game. I mean, it's pretty wide open, though, isn't it? I mean, it seems like the MLS seems to have inconsistent performances. It's a long season. And I don't know. And it's, well, it's one long season. Two, there's a lot of the travel is a lot bigger than, you know, you get in in most European leagues. Mm -hmm. And that's got to affect. Well, I mean, most, uh, like, especially in England, like, it's a couple hour bus ride as opposed to Mm. a five hour flight, including travel to the airports. Yeah. So, how, how does it just. I'm looking at the table here, and um, how did the playoffs work? It's a top what on each conference? Do you know? It's the top six, and I think there's a play-in. 
So two teams at the top of each conference. So they automatically go through, and then you have a playoff for the playoff. Yeah, and then the first round is uh, has two legs, and I think so does the second round, and then it's the maybe the sec the the semis and the finals are knockouts. And then, the, but these are tickets we have to fucking buy, right? Yeah, yes. which is kind of bullshit. Yeah, I know, right? That's how every league does it, though. Like baseball, basketball, hockey, football, NFL. Like they mm. all your season tickets are for the regular season, and then you have yeah, I get that. But I mean, the thing is, there's a play. I mean, the thing is, is a regular season in the European league, there is no bloody playoff to win the league. Right, right. So it's like, are we going to go all the way? Yeah. Then and it's not like you know, it's uh, cheap. So it's like, all right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I do have I'm a not little... a fan of the playoffs. I like the European style yeah. that you can... It's all based off of points. Yeah. And, and because know. then it's not a cup. It's, it's a league, not a cup. So it's like... Well, I, I've had this radical idea because I'm you know, studying the, new, the European leagues a little bit here and there. I wish they would, uh, with the expansion they're doing, they would split the MLS into four conferences. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think you should... Do it the other Sorry, way. Sorry, not, not conferences, but four leagues division. in a sense. So you basically have relegation. Yes, you need relegation. relegation. So there's a West Coast, uh, a One, North, two. a South, and an East. Yeah. Then you do relegation within those, and then that's the but point. The thing is, is the playoffs is, is when we get to play the, the rest. The bottom line is with relegation. I mean, I mean, the America, the English system is as somebody who's a you know a yo-yo club. They call them yo-yo clubs when you go up and down between the divisions. Yeah. And we're not that yo-yo. We've been uh, only been up once or... T- well, we've been up twice in 20 years as QPR. But a lot of teams do that. They go down and they have parish... But the money is so big in the Premier League compared to the Championship, which is the league below. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got two more divisions below that. But And obviously it's a much bigger game and you wouldn't need that many leagues. But, th- I mean, the getting the American, whatever the equivalent of the FA is to vote for relegation here is like turkeys voting for christmas or yeah, you know, thanksgiving but it's, it's not going to happen it's not going to happen i mean i love a relegation battle because it means if you support a shit team you got something to you know cheer about but you know and there's relegation every season right yeah so basically yeah. how it works is the bottom 3 go down and then if you're trying to go up there is a playoff to go up so say for example Several years back, I think it was uh, 2012. Uh, don't quote me on that. QPR basically came in third. So the first, the top two, no. So how it works is that the championship, the top two automatically go up. And the uh, and then the next four go into a playoff. So they play each other and then they have a playoff final. For the third slot. For the third slot, wow. which goes up. But and that game, the playoff final, is the most expensive game in football, because basically what you do, you win by going up. You get TV money, mm. and it's something like a hundred and sixty million oh, yeah. instantly. Anyway, guys, we're rambling and talking about non-LAFC stuff. We should wrap it up. Uh, let's do the arse end of the show. And also, what we haven't done is um, unsung heroes. Uh, but we were right back for the arse end. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to LA Golden Balls, the podcast that's more leggy than a holding midfielder in the 90th minute. Uh, right, we've got a couple of things to deal with. 
uh, we've skipped this for a bit, but the unsung heroes, I like, I like that. I want to bring it back. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyone got an unsung hero? Yeah, definitely. Um, if you guys haven't uh, eaten this or experienced this, but the uh, the famous LA bacon wrap hot dog that um, oh yeah, are sold outside the stadium. Very, Actually, very, I think we all uh, I think we all got one. Yeah, right? I was gonna I mean, say that was definitely my unsung hero because that was <laughs> the highlight of the end of my game. Yeah, I got a confession to make. I think I stole mine. <laughs> I got mine in the not off the vendor out the street, but I lined up in the Figaro Club, got one, queued up to pay, and uh, it was still during the game. And I think they something was going on. And there was nobody there, so I just ran and I just went. Wait, Whoa! You guys have them inside the? Figure yeah, they did a. Oh they no, did mine a was weird, a street vendor. Oh, no, no, this was a posh yeah. one. Oh, yeah. no, no, mine was to be legit. honest, it wasn't as good. I won't give it. Right, it was a, right. it was a wanky. I love, posh when, one. I love when that bacon gets nice and yeah. crispy. You, you got to give it up. I, I mean, I got to give a shout out to did, my to my Hispanic people out there hustling. Yeah, um, they got to make you bank after first game. Oh yeah, that first game was nuts. I mean, it was literally like it was like the French Revolution when they're building a barricade of hot dog stands. There's like. You know, I think there were like, more hot dog vendors than there were fans. Yeah, that was nuts. Right? It really was nuts. I mean, that, it was kind of. I mean, the police must have got involved and pushed them off. But yes. that was yeah, because especially this last game, I felt like they get each game they get pushed back. So where further. are they now then? Out by because so I waited park. and had a pint afterwards. So now they're pushed so I didn't over leave. to like the parking lot area towards yeah. the museums. And as right. you and they're walking and running with you because they yeah. they, they can't stop for a second. So yeah. they're running. Oh, so they're not they're allowed, allowed to stay over. still. No, Otherwise, I'll get a ticket. They're spreading the ketchup mustard. Oh, it's kind of shitty. I mean, as long as if they don't see the cops coming, then they can stand still for a minute or <laughs> yeah, two. Yeah, but. but they're constantly on the lookout. But shout out, shout out to them. All right. Oh. So, yeah, you can't beat the LA Saviors. dog. Saviors. I don't know what they, the murder dog, I call them. Yeah. Um, right. Arse end of the show. Uh, I'll go first because mine's very brief. Uh, stickers, stickers, stickers. We'll be handing out more at the end of the next, uh, at the beginning of the next game. Hopefully, we're going to get some more traffic. And if please, please, guys, uh, email us, text us. I know we've got about 12 listeners at the moment, but hopefully that's going to get better. Uh, do you guys, uh, Dan, what have you got on send? I wanted to talk about the uh, MLS All-Star game today. Boo. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, snooze. <laughs> yeah, there we go. No, I, I just got to say props to uh, Carlos Vela for yeah. getting the captainship and props to Simon for being out there. Um, I, would I don't liked- understand why. Why is it? Ne- I mean, it's not even at the end of the season. It's like you know, shouldn't we do it at the end of the season? Yeah, that bothers me. And you know, hockey, basketball, and uh, baseball all do it that way. And the NFL is the only one that does it at the end of the season. And that makes a lot more sense because you actually know who the all star yeah, of yeah, the who's season played well. Was. You know, but I, I think it's just sort of it's just really I think they make it more exciting for. I, I, it incentivizes people to watch because all these other leagues are on break and they're playing against Juventus. So they play like against a big team mm-hmm. and that probably draws. They're like, playing Juventus. Yeah. 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 And so it, it went to uh, penalty kicks. So that draws viewers, right? If it was an MLS, just yeah, yeah, all right. less, then it would have been. Now, now the, the question is, like it, as know. the talent is definitely getting better in the MLS, I think in a few years we might start seeing East versus West. But I actually really do like because it is kind of part of their, you know, preseason tour for the European teams. Yeah. You know, get one of those really amazing teams, let Americans see. I yeah. wish Ronaldo had at least gone out there and done a little wave to the crowd, but yeah. I don't I didn't expect him to play. Well, I mean, the thing is it's like it's too risky. I mean, it's just it's never going to be a serious game. Yeah. No. Especially in the middle. And of the to season, me yeah. it's kind of like I, I 
I don't know. I really have a problem with it. Baseball tried to give some credence to their all-star game by um, making it winner gets home field advantage in the World Series. Yeah. And then it was just the same league got advantage every got year. I, I, I don't like that. It's, you know, to me, it's just about seeing those people and them doing a quick wave to the audience. Maybe they get a goal. Maybe they don't. It's, yeah. You know, it's just for the fun of it. Yeah. I would like to see them do more skills competition and things like that. Yeah. Well, you should get them to play field hockey or something. It'd be more Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Alejandro? Um, I don't know if uh, you guys have seen this video out there, but make sure you check it out. It's uh, our, um, our very own Lee Wynn uh, basically kicking the soccer ball through the iconic um, Randy's Donuts in Inglewood. It's amazing. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he got it right, right down the middle. First I'm try, too. I'm pretty sure it was first take, first try. Let's just assume so yeah yeah <laughs> but shout out to lee always you know in the community and, and doing some fun stuff like that so good um right good. well great thanks everybody thanks guys for making the effort thanks for listening and uh we will see you soon see ya see you at the bank thanks for listening please do send in questions comments and whatever uh, uh we can be reached at lagoldenballs at gmail.com or on Twitter at, at LA Golden Balls. Thanks very much.